Hey there, and thanks for joining me today. This is The Mental Breakdown with Mandy. This is a podcast for any woman who's ever had a difficult day where I make light of my mental breakdowns and share the hope I've experienced through Jesus. I'm your host, Mandy Morales, and thanks for being here today. If you've been following along, then you know that I've been running with a theme of doing God's work sharing the gospel, being faithful in the little things, and being part of his family. But today, I want to take a break from that theme in order to talk more about my mental health. I wanted to do this today because the last few weeks have been rough for me regarding my mental health, and I wanted to be able to share with you and explain uh, kind of where what my mindset has been while it's still fresh in my mind. So for episode four, I will be breaking down one of my bipolar breakdowns. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with bipolar disorder, you may also have heard, uh, heard it referred to as manic depressive disorder. And that actually makes a little bit more sense because those affected by bipolar disorder have episodes of depression and also of mania. So if you're listening and you're unclear what either of those terms means, um, I'd recommend looking them up to get a better understanding because a common misconception is that it means really happy or really sad. And uh, there's way more to it than that. So if you have the time, go ahead and look it up, get a better understanding But for the sake of time, though, uh, just know that depression is feeling down and hopeless and lethargic and mania is feeling excited and energetic. One thing to note, though, is that excited and energetic don't necessarily mean happy. It can mean aggressive. It can mean irritable. Um... There's also, you know, a negative side of being excited and energetic. It is worth noting, though, that I have bipolar 2 disorder, uh, which basically means I lean more towards towards the depressive side uh, than the manic. And I actually experience episodes of hypomania, which is just a milder version of mania. So these episodes of depression or mania can actually last several days, several weeks, several months. Um, But then there's also people who have what's called rapid cycling bipolar, which means that they can cycle through these different episodes rather quickly within the same day, within the same hour. Now, I've never been diagnosed as a rapid or with rapid cycling bipolar, but I have experienced a mixed state. And what a mixed state is, is when you experience both a depressive and manic episode at the same time. And that's actually what happened to me over the last few weeks. Um, So let me just break that down for you. Uh, usually an indicator that I'm going into a a manic or a hypomanic episode is impulsiveness. I start realizing that I'm making pretty impulsive decisions and 
Also, I become very obsessive about things. I get something in my mind and I run with it. And it's all I think about. It's all I care about. It's all I'm working towards. And I knew that I was working up to this type of hypomanic episode when I started obsessing over a new hairstyle. I I don't know why. It just kind of came out of nowhere. But I had the idea of changing my hair. And I took to Pinterest and was pinning picture after picture after picture and doing research about what it would be like for for a person with my hair type to color my hair this color and I contacted my hairdresser and I messaged my friends asking for their opinions on what they thought I would look like with this hair and would I look would I look like I was trying to be young would I look silly would I look like an old person trying to be cool <laughs> Um, so I just, it would, it consumed my mind and I was so eager to get it done. I must've asked my husband a million times when it would be possible for me to go and get my hair done, uh, just financially when I would be able to. And I just wanted it done as soon as possible. I ended up doing it, um, within a matter of days And it was a pretty dramatic change. I have naturally dark black hair. And now I have um, whitish, grayish mini highlights all over my hair. Uh, So that was a pretty dramatic change. Uh, And that was kind of the first tip off that um, I was going a little manic. Another symptom of mania or hypomania is uh, being able to function with little to no sleep. So I noticed that the day after, I believe it was the day after Christmas or the night of Christmas, that I didn't sleep. I stayed up until about five in the morning. Um, My mind was just kind of all over the place And I ended up only sleeping for about an hour and a half. And I may as well have slept for eight hours, guys, because I felt great. I felt like I could do all the things that morning. I woke up with a lot of energy. I was hyper. And I I wanted to go on an adventure. (laughs) Um, Which is really weird because, like I mentioned, it was the day after Christmas and I had just hosted our families the day before. We spent the evening with our friends. We had been out and about. Um, so you'd think that I'd be tired and just kind of wanting to wind down from the holidays. But I was up and at him and go, go, going. And that morning I ended up cleaning the French rooms of the apartment faster than I ever have before. I tired my baby out just going back and forth, playing with him, reading him all the books. And um, when I put him down for a nap, I uh, remembered a conversation I had with a friend about uh, starting my own podcast. And it kind of was just said like, you know, on the fly, like, oh, you should start your own podcast. And and, uh, it just kind of stuck with me. So 
I ran with that idea again, the obsession, and I started looking it up and I looked up what it, what it takes to start a podcast and, um, I did a bunch of research and within the hour that my baby was asleep, um, I came up with a name. I came up with the artwork. I had several ideas for episodes. Um, and over the next maybe two days, I recorded and published three episodes and started a social media page for this podcast. So, um, it all happened really quickly. And that's usually what goes on when I'm starting to feel a little hypomanic. I get obsessed with something. I start a really elaborate project and I go and go and go until I crash. And when I say crash, I'm referring to, well, this time was my lack of sleep. I hadn't slept. It was a busy few days. I was running on one and a half hours of sleep. I was being super productive and it just kind of caught up with me. So that excitement quickly turned into irritability and um, usually that irritability would cause me to lash out or snap at people Um, but this time I noticed that I just kind of shut down and that's something I usually do when I'm in more of a depressive episode I shut down I isolate I don't want to talk to people I don't want to do anything. I just kind of want to be still. So all of that productive energy that I had early in the morning kind of left my body by the afternoon and I was just deflated on the couch and I had no motivation to do anything. I knew that my baby and my husband needed me and they needed me to you know, tend to them and, and help them. But I just couldn't bring myself to get up off of the couch and do anything. So this went on for the next couple of days. I just kind of plopped myself somewhere in the apartment and just let life happen around me. Um, so my body physically couldn't push on, but The strange thing was that my mind just could not slow down. The ideas were still flowing. The thoughts were still racing. Only this time, the narrative was more negative and more about how bad of a wife I am and a mother I am because I'm not able to get up and care for my family. And, oh, you're so pathetic because... Your husband had to miss work to stay home and help you with the baby. So the racing thoughts and and the go-go going was still happening in my mind, but my body couldn't go-go-go. And instead of my mind being all over the place about different projects and productivity and things like that, my mind was just racing with these negative thoughts about myself. And I just felt anxious, but also lethargic. And I felt really tired, but also very alert at the same time. 
I had this feeling of anticipation all day and that kind of tired me out and uh, so did the negative thoughts that were flooding my mind. I was just tired. I wanted to curl up in a ball and do nothing, but I also felt like I should be running a marathon. And I don't know if that makes sense to anybody else, but that's how I feel uh, when, in a ma- when I'm in a mixed state. Uh, I do feel depressed and sad, and I, I hear all these negative things, but at the same time, I feel like I want to get up and run. So I get very uncomfortable in my own skin. And as many times as this has happened before, I still don't know what to do in these instances. I didn't know what to do. I felt uncomfortable in my own body. All I knew is I just didn't want to feel anything anymore. And it's this thought, the thought of I don't want to feel anything anymore that really scares me every time that it crosses my mind because at some point a few years ago, it went a step further. Instead of just not wanting to feel anymore, one New Year's Day, I actually contemplated suicide as a relief from that battle in my mind. Now, I wholeheartedly believe that God saved me that day. So so now when I have that thought or it ever comes to mind again that I just don't want to feel this way anymore, I think about him. I think back to that day. I think God saved me. He can save me again. And um, I was reminded of this when I read, when I was reading my Bible, just actually during this time, I read Isaiah forty one thirteen, and it said, For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. And it's such a good reminder because I think back to that day where I had zeroed in on all of the knives in the kitchen. I knew what I wanted to do. And um, I just kind of threw myself on the floor like, no, I can't. I can't do this. And God intervened and brought somebody to me. And I got the help that I needed. And I just think if he did that, then he'll do it now. He will help me. Um, and as scary as it is to have those thoughts, I know that he'll take my right hand and he will help me. So, um, my attention shifts when I have that little moment of clarity, when I can think back on how God has saved me before my attention shifts off of me and the lies that I may be believing about myself and onto him and the truth about God and his unwavering goodness. Instead of thinking these negative things about me, I try to think on the characteristics of God. So, and that kind of helps me come out of this downward spiral. Um... So yeah, after a couple of weeks on that roller coaster 
ride of feeling, you know, highly productive and energetic and hyper and um, obsessive and impulsive then feeling depressed and low and down about myself and then feeling anxious and tired um, all at once. I went to see my doctor because I knew that this wasn't normal. I mean, normal for someone with bipolar disorder, but for somebody who's been in treatment for several years and is on medication and has gone through counseling, I just felt like, this isn't normal for me. So I went to see a doctor and we made some adjustments to my treatment and I'm on my way to getting better. Uh, So that's what you need to know about me. I'm okay right now. Um, Sometimes when I share about my mental health, I get people um, who get really concerned and I'm super grateful that you love me enough to reach out and say, hey, are you doing okay? Do you need help? But just so you guys know, I have a really good medical team (laughs) that uh, looks after me that I see regularly and a really good support team and my friends and family around me. But um, I just don't know if... I don't know if people know what a bipolar breakdown is like and sometimes I talk to friends and tell them about how I'm feeling and a lot of times they're like I felt like that too and they're not bipolar they're people just like me and so so part of it is you know because I have bipolar disorder and some of it is because I'm a normal person you know and I think people don't talk about it enough to where there's understanding that like to to a certain extent we all have a little bit of mental illness <laughs> you know the stigma there's such a big stigma around mental illness and you know oh people with bipolar disorder are crazy or people with depression are just you know Everybody feels these feelings at some point or another. And the more we talk about them, the the more normal that they'll be. And the more people will realize I'm not alone. And so this is why I'm so adamant about sharing my story. Because I know there's somebody listening who's thinking, man, I felt like that before. And if she can get through it, then I can get through it too. And yeah, it sucks when you're in the middle of it and... Uh, you get those really desperate feelings of, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore, but there's hope. And so long as you hang on just for one more minute, that's something a friend of mine tells me all the time. It's how she kind of gets through her workouts or gets through a mom meltdown. Just, I just need to make it one more minute. So when I have that mentality, when it comes to my mental health, if I could just make it one more minute, things are going to be okay. Then things are going to be okay. I have really, really bad days some days and other days are really, really, really good. And those really, really good days are what help me 
make it just one more minute. So um, that was a breakdown of a bipolar breakdown. I feel like I rambled a little bit there at the end, but I hope you enjoyed listening. And if you have any questions or comments or concerns, feel free to reach out. You can contact me on my Instagram page, which is at the Mental Breakdown Podcast. And uh, yeah, I hope you stay tuned. Goodbye.